0: Hey you guys, I really missed you and I really missed recording and I missed coming on here but for three weeks I was in a pretty bad like slump. I was in a really tumultuous predicament. I had a lot going on especially in regards to my mental health. Just a lot of things were going on. So I'll give you a quick synopsis of like what put me in that predicament and like where I am now. So me and my friends had a little dispute because well. I went to the lodge to go get some food and I come back and I hear that all five of my friends in our friend group of like 13 plus people were having a discussion about all of my flaws. And so it amplified all of my insecurities that I had kind of just let lay doormat in me. You know, I came to school, I was feeling very secure a few stuff happened, the sexual assault happened, I had a lot of disputes, I got banned from a fraternity, I had a lot of uh dating experiences with guys. So I was in I was in kind of a slump, but you know, I I got out of it and I was I was really enjoying my life. And then I go to my friend's apartment and I hear that they were having this conversation about me and I'm like, "Well, fuck, does anybody in this school see anything good in me?" I was like <clears throat> <clears throat> I thought that everybody at this school Um, When my friend said that and they were just like bringing up how people are talking about me and like saying all these terrible things about me. It really made me think and I was like, I I guess nobody here likes me. And I was like, I don't really feel welcomed or wanted. And it kind of put me in this really tumultuous predicament where I had no energy to do anything for three weeks. You know what I mean? I I was like in this bad predicament. And then me and my friend group ended up having a, a mediation and things got a little bit chaotic with me and a few people in the group. It's all stabilized now. Um, I'm in a good predicament now, but it really had me self deprecating and thinking to myself, "Does anybody even like me? Like, am I just this annoying, weird, loud black girl who's like the freak and who's always going to be the butt of the joke, the one with the podcast and the one who everybody just like laughs about?" Because I didn't know anybody who was like as hated as much as me. I was like, people were talking about me on Yik Yak and people were like saying all these things in my court, and I was just like, <clears throat> "Fuck, my black ass is not catching a break whatsoever." Um, so in that three-week hiatus, a lot of interesting things have taken place. I want to tell you a a story about my You experience, like the You stalker show with Joe Goldberg. Yes, the Netflix show. I had a fucking encounter with a a nigga like Joe. So let me tell you that story. And then I'm gonna get into, like, my mental health and other things that are going on in my life. So, I usually don't drive across campus because... Because as a resident student, somebody who lives on an on-campus apartment, we're not allowed to drive onto the commuter lot. And that's where the main campus is, It's where the commuters drive. So I ended up driving there. I ended up leaving my car there there for a few hours. So long story short, I get an email that I got a ticket. So my night class ends, I'm walking out. I'm taking a route that I've never taken because I'm going to like the commuter side of the school to get my car and to pay my ticket and stuff. So I'm walking out of the door. I'm wearing jeans. I'm wearing a tank top. Obviously, I have a great figure. I'm, like, sexy as fuck. I have pure, beautiful skin. I have a nice figure. I have, like, huge tits a nice ass. And I'm really tall and slender. So this fucking guy, he's wearing a purple crop top. And he's wearing jeans. He opens the door for me. And there's this woman behind me. So he, he holds the door open for us. And he starts staring at me up and fucking down. And I'm like, hi. Like, how are you? And I'm like, hey. And he's like... He gets super fucking close to me. He literally gets in my face. Let's call this guy, hmm let's call this guy Owen. We're gonna call him Owen. Yeah, let's call him Owen. So, Owen is cute. He's a tall white boy. He's giving me, like, skater e boy vibes, right? He's, like, tall. He has brown hair. Um, he's, like, artsy. He's wearing this, like, purple crop top and some jeans. But I automatically fucking notice something. It smelled so fucking weird. It smelled like fucking body odor. So I'm like, I know it's coming from this nigga Owen. So I was like, you know what? Let me stop. He takes down down his mask. I'm talking to him. He's like, hey, like, how are you? He's like, you look so beautiful. You look really pretty. I love your top. I love your hair. I love your outfit. I love your whole look. I love your whole vibe. And I'm like, okay, like, thank you. He's like, love bobbing me in this like fucking moment and I'm like okay like thank you and so and so then I'm like oh yeah like hi it's nice to meet you like what grade are you in? he's like I'm a junior I was like oh cool me too so he's like yeah me and you should hang out and I was like okay like yeah and he's like are you doing anything right now and I was like kind of caught off guard because I'm like I literally just met you I've not known you for more than like five seconds but I'm like okay my dumbass. My fucking dumbass proceeds to say, no, I'm not. Like, do you want to come over to my apartment? So he's like, yeah, sure. I'll follow you. Like, I'll get in my car and I'll, like, drive behind you to, like, drive to your apartment. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. Get to my apartment, right? I'm fucking noticing that this guy is really fucking socially awkward. And now I'm just like, okay, two and two is getting put together. We park He fucking gets out of his car. I walk to his car. We're walking up to my apartment. He's like fucking holding my hand. He's like fucking grabbing me. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God. Like, what the fuck did I just get myself into at this point? I was like, oh my fucking God. So we proceed to go to my apartment. We're about to go into my room, but my roommate is there. My roommate is never here. We've been in school for about three months She slept at our apartment maybe one time. I've seen her sleep in our apartment one time in these three or four months we've been here. She's always at her boyfriend's house and she's always, like, commuting to work. So, like, I never see my roommate. So, I'm like, oh, shit, like, we just have to go into the living room. So, he meets my other roommates. We're sitting on the couch. We're watching a movie. We watch Silver Linings Playbook. So, I'm fucking laying down. He starts fucking... He starts fucking like touching me all over. He's like caressing my hair. He's kissing my forehead. I'm like, what the fuck is this Joe Goldberg ass nigga doing? So I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like we just met. Like, you know how, you know how when you're watching a movie with a nigga, they'll usually try and touch you and like, fuck. This nigga is like caressing my body. He's about to come out saying some I love you. I'm like, um, mm. Sorry, I don't, I don't even know your last name at this point. Like, let's relax. So he's, he, he continues to do this while, while we're watching, like, Silver Linings Playbook with Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. So I look up at him, and I'm like, have you ever been in a relationship or, like, had a girlfriend or anything? And he's like, yeah, I had a girlfriend of three years, um, <clears throat> and he tells me her name. And so I was like, wait, like, is she black? And he was like, yeah, like, she was black. So he starts showing me some pictures. He's like, yeah, like, me and her dated for three years. We never did anything, though. Like, I'm a virgin. Like, she's a virgin because, like, we never had sex because, like, it was painful for her. And I was like, okay, like, cool. So then a few minutes go by. And he's like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, okay, like, what is it? He's like, please don't hate me. Please don't think I'm an asshole. Please don't, like, kick me out of your apartment. Please don't, like, get mad at me. And I'm like, okay, like, what is it? I'm sorry, you guys. I just have to get a drink of water really fast. Like, my voice is, like, so croaky, like, right now. So he's like, please don't hate me. Please don't think I'm an asshole. Please don't kick me out of your apartment. I'm like, what do you have to say? He literally still keeps beating around the bush. I'm like, you can just say it at this point. Like... I'm like, at this point, you can just say it. Like, it's literally no big deal whatsoever. So he's going to say to me, hey, I don't want you to hate me, but, like, you know how I'm bisexual? And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, I have a boyfriend, but I'm really craving pussy right now. And he looks at me. He fucking takes two fingers out. He puts them over his lips. And he starts fucking sticking his tongue out. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, what is this? What is this? What the fuck is this? He's like, yeah, me and my boyfriend are about to move in together. And I know this is kind of abrupt, but, like, you're so beautiful. Like, I think you're really perfect. I just want to, like, be with you. And, like, I just think you're really perfect. I was like, "Mm, okay, at this point, I'm glad my fucking roommates are in the apartment with me because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this nigga is trying to do like he's giving very like psycho vibes (laughs) so he's like yeah like i really want to eat you out i really want to give you head and i'm like hey like before we go any further i just want to inform you like i have genital herpes he's like okay so i tell him about it he asked me some questions he's like okay like that's fine so i am like okay cool this that and the third so me and him are like talking and he's like hey like i have a tutoring session that i have to do like on zoom like um it's gonna take me like two hours he's like but after that like me and you can do some stuff and i was like yeah sure so like my roommate heads out at this point so we like go into my room so he's doing the zoom call he's tutoring the kids i see one of my friends jacob on the zoom call so i said so i turn on the mic and i was like hey jacob like it's me sammy like what's up and he's like Sammy, like, you're with Owen? And I was like, yeah, like, where where I'm hanging out right now. Like, me and him are friends. And and so Jacob is like, oh, that's a surprise. So I was like, yeah, like, I know. And so every fucking five seconds, because through the Zoom call, the fucking camera wasn't on. He would look at me and he would stick his tongue out and be like, I can't wait to eat your pussy. I can't wait to eat your pussy. I can't wait to have you ride my face. And I was like... Um, well this is different. This is you this is unique. Um yeah, this is unique. So then he's gonna say to me some, Oh yeah, like I can't wait for it to finish, like this, that and the third and I'm like, Okay, cool. His Zoom call ends and he's like, Yeah, like I'm a virgin, like only my boyfriend has like stuck his dick up my ass, but like I've never put my penis in like anybody, like I've gotten head and stuff, but like I've never done anything like that and I was like, Okay, like do you wanna have sex? And he's like, Yeah So I was like, okay, we're making out, we're doing foreplay, he's like eating me out, he's getting really turned on, and then he's like, fuck, and I was like, are you okay? He's like, I have anxiety, I can't get hard right now, because like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, like, I never in my entire life imagined like, hooking up with somebody as beautiful as you, and like, as majestic as you, and he's like, I honestly don't know what to do right now. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, like, just, just relax, like, just calm down, and he's, like, I don't know what to do, like, this, that, and the third, so we're going at it, we're, like, hooking up, we're messing around, we're doing, like, foreplay, he's eating me out, we're, like, making out and stuff, and he, like, can't get hard, so I'm, like, okay, like, it's just not gonna happen, so at that point, I fucking go to sleep, it's two hours later, it's around, like, 11 or 12, so I wake up, he starts fingering me and stuff, and then he starts eating me out, and he gets, like, hard, so we ended up having sex. So he, like, loses his virginity to me. During sex, he's making all these fucking weird faces. He's, like, moaning off the top of his lungs. He's being, like, <laughs> excessive with it. I'm, like, I can fucking tell he's a virgin. He's, like, oh, my God, like, you're so fucking perfect. Like, I fucking love being inside of you. You're so fucking hot. You're so fucking beautiful. And I'm, like, oh, okay. I'm, like, okay. I- I'm aware. I am a very attractive woman. Um, yes. You're you're doing the most right now, Owen. So after that, I'm like, okay, like, I'm getting sore. He's going for, like, a long time. Like, he's going for, like, a long time. He's like, I'm in and I don't ever want to get out. And I'm like, okay, that's great, but I, I need to rest. I have a class in the morning. At this point, I'm fed up with this nigga. He's irritating the fuck out of me. So I'm just getting annoyed. So then after that, he's like, oh, Sammy... And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, like, you're so perfect. Like, I just want to be with you. Like, can we make this like a regular thing? And I was like, yeah, um, sure. Of, of course we can. In the back of my mind, I'm like, after this nigga leaves, I'm going to have to break the news to him because somehow this is, not, this is not for me at all. So then after that, he falls asleep, and I'm like, fuck. It's, at this point, it's 2 in the morning. I'm like, he's not leaving. So I get up, wash my makeup off, put on my pajamas, and I'm, like, doing some homework. I'm laying in bed. I go out again. I go into my living room. I see my roommate, right? I see my roommate, and me and her are talking. Me and her are, like, really close. So I'm like, hey, like, yeah, there's this guy over, and she's like, yeah, like, I know. Like, our other roommate told us. Like, our roommate Tiffany told me. And I was like, oh, okay, because this is my roommate, Cece, who I'm talking to. So me and her are talking, and she's just like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, like, Cece, like, I got to go get back in the room. Like, he's out there, right? She's like, okay. A few hours later, he wakes up because al- of his alarm. He has, like, an 8 a.m. class. He's like, I don't think I should go. I think I should just stay here in bed with you all day. And I was like, you know what? They count for absences. I really think you should go to that class. I don't think you should miss it bye so he's like okay and i'm like yep and he's like you know what you're perfect like look at how you're looking out for me look at how you don't want me to be late to class or like get any absences and i was like "Uh uh-huh that's exactly the case i was like so what you need to do right now is like um go get ready for class and so he's like yeah thank you so much babe and he starts kissing me he was like i kid you not guess what this man says to me he says bestie i really enjoyed last night it was really fun. He was like, during sex, you really ate that. And he's going to say perr. I was like, you know what? Um, I have nothing against any type of person at any orientation. But for my personal preference, I am not into men as feminine as me. Like, those are the things that me and my best friend said to each other. Like, the perr, bestie. Like, oh, look at how you ate that. Like, after sex, he was literally like, look at how you ate that. Like, damn, and you got a fatty. I was like, oh my, like, that's not, that's not at all for me. Now, judging the book by its cover, he's a tall white guy, pretty skinny, with, like, fluffy brown hair. He gives very, like, you know that meme, like, oh, my golden retriever, like, yeah. So he gives, like, very cute vibes, but, like, and he has a very deep voice, so he was, like, coming off as very masculine, but I'm, I was, like, realizing that's not at all that sense of, like, who he is, so I was, like, there's nothing wrong with that, that's just not my personal preference when it comes to men, like, I'm into really masculine guys, and, like, physically, he was my type, but it was his personality, and then it was the body odor thing, and I was just, like, it's, mm -mm, it's giving Joe Goldberg from you, and I was, like, "Mm -mm." so at that point, I'm going on about my day, I'm, like, telling all my best friends, and my friend is just, like, sammy what the fuck is wrong with you you're gonna have sex with this gay guy with a boyfriend like so my friend um jonathan we're gonna call him jonathan and we're talking and he's like yeah like what are you doing like you're having sex with this gay guy like you need to get your life together so i'm like okay bet 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 like whatever like he's just looking out for me he sees me as his um little sister he's older i'm like whatever let it go so that day Owen is texting me, and Owen is like, hey, and I'm like, hi. Next day, he moves into his apartment with his boyfriend, like, an hour away. So he's going to be commuting, because he was already a commuter student. So me and him are talking, and he's texting me, and I'm like, hey, like, I got to break the news to him. So, this, that happened on, like, Tuesday, so it's now Thursday. So he texts me, he's like, hey, can I come over? And I'm like, um... I was like, our schedules, like, really aren't in sync. So at this point, I'm like, hey, Owen, can you call me? And I was like, hey, you came on really strong. And, like, the behavior you were displaying was extremely concerning. Like, I don't think that this is going to work out in the way that you want it to. I don't really think we should see each other anymore. Like, you really scared me off. Because, like, the way that you were just so forthcoming and just, like, really touchy-feely in, like, a lot of ways, it just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, it was a lot. So he says to me, he's like, okay, yeah, like, I completely agree. I was like, you agree with what? He said with my behavior, like, it was just too much. It was too, like, too strong. Like, I totally get what you mean. Like, I get that you don't want me to see you again. I'm like, thank you. So I'm like, great. I'm not seeing this man anymore on campus. Nothing to do with him. And this happened, like, a few weeks ago. It happened, like, literally two weeks ago. Because mind you, I said I haven't recorded an episode in two weeks. Yesterday, yesterday, I'm walking through Campus Center. I see this guy and he waves at me, a white guy in a Patagonia with like brown hair. I don't think anything of it. I'm just like, I don't know him. And so I didn't even know he's waving at me. So I walked by, I go back and I'm like, wait, who is that that was waving at me? I remember Owen showing me pictures of his ex-girlfriend and I saw her in there and it was Owen. And so he waves at me again i was like you know what it's time for my black ass to just keep walking because yeah no um i haven't seen him i've gotten really lucky because i like constantly am running into guys i hook up with like on campus like constantly and it's just like so infuriating but at this point i'm just like we go to a small school with like and with like around nine thousand kids i'm like it's gonna be inevitable like i'm gonna run into guys i've hooked up with you know what i mean Like, whether it be in the dining hall, whether it be in Campus Center, just it's a small fucking school. Mostly made of commuters, so I'm like, we're gonna run into each other, it's whatever. So then, time goes by. So I'm gonna segue back into the friend predicament that I was in that put me in, like, this really bad mental state. (laughs) As I said, like, all my insecurities were amplified. I was like, fuck, like, I'm loud, I'm unattractive, I'm like the weird black girl, I'm like the social outcast, I'm like... Looking at how easy it is for everybody else to like socialize in college, and I'm like, fuck, I'm missing out. Not realizing all the great experiences that I've had, you know what I mean? I'm just like, fuck, like, what if everybody thinks this about me? So I'm there, and me and my friends are having a conversation, and it gets brought back up. So I say to my friend Jessica, and Veronica, and my friend Jacob, and I'm like, hey, Yeah, I really don't like like how the conversation went. And so I say to some people in my friend group, and I'm like, I think that there was some projection going on. Like, I don't think a lot of it was a reflection of me and, like, my character. I think I'm very forthcoming with my shit, and I'm very, like, out there. Like, I have a podcast. I talk about my general worries on social media. I talk about, like, my mental health. I'm very, like, out there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very forthcoming with all my fuck-ups and not to say that my genital herpes is or that my mental health is, but I'm just, like, pretty open about my life. You know what I mean? I'm, like, an open book. I'm going to go to school to be a journalist. I'm writing about my life. You know what I mean? So they were like, people are talking about you. It's giving me a headache. Like, the fact that you have beef with, like, some fraternities is, like, ridiculous. And so I'm talking to my roommate, Cece. And she's like, you know, I think a lot of the thing is, is like, you're outspoken. Because she was like, say that if any of these characteristics were um attributes that a white male had it would be like oh he's so awesome he's so outspoken like he's such a leader like oh look at these phenomenal attributes but like when you do it we're in like a small mostly white school in the middle of the woods like in a really rural area in a very conservative area and you're like an outspoken black woman so she's like a lot of the times i think a lot of the things that you experience like are dude, the fact that you're so comfortable in your skin, and I was, like, you're right, like, and it really had me doubting myself, it, it, like, being in this environment, like, changed so much for me, and I was talking to my friend Thomas, and I, he was, like, like, I love your podcast, like, I love listening to you, I love following you on social media, and I was, like, thanks, like, I felt so fucking dumb, I was, like, people at this school, like, are saying x, y, and z about me, and he was, like, you know, I don't think it's a reflection of you, I think it's, a reflection of the environment that we're in he's like we go to a small school in the middle of a woods and he was like a lot of people come here and they don't really like have the social skills that me and you have you know what i mean and i was like yeah like you're right i'm sorry you guys if i'm like taking breaks or anything or if i'm like you hear silence for a few seconds it's literally because i'm like so dehydrated i'm just like drinking i don't know why my voice is so like croaky right now and like why i'm so dehydrated and so i completely had like a breakdown because i was like fuck and he's like you know sammy like it's not a reflection of you and i was telling him and i was like you know like this summer after i got raped i um made a viral video about it on tiktok and then um i got so much support i got like thousands of people telling me like how they've been in that predicament and like how a lot of black girls related to it because This summer, I was raped by a guy in a fraternity who I was talking to um, for, like, several months on and off. We weren't really talking. We were just friends with benefits. And um, I got raped by him. And he was white. And, you know, I hooked up with a white guy in a fraternity. And I was talking about in the viral video, my TikTok, about how, like, growing up as a dark-skinned black girl, I didn't really feel secure in my skin. How, like, I never felt like my beauty was something that I could obtain you know what I mean in a conventional way I was constantly told my entire life like growing up how beautiful I am but I never saw it because I was like regardless of how beautiful I am like my skin tone and like my features and like my my thick forcey hair is always going to cancel it out and so it took me a long time and so to validate myself I would do a lot of different things and I would hook up with a lot of guys and um I talked about that and I said that I was left with like a lot of sexual trauma and so In the video, I was just basically talking about that, and I was, like, fucking heartbroken. And so then, I got so much support, I got so much love, I got so uplifted, and I ended up showing it to my mom, and she, like, looked really disgusted. She's like, what the fuck? Like, how many guys have you been with? Like, why would you put this in a TikTok? And I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? And she's like, that wasn't even a real relationship with that guy who, like, did that to you. And I'm like, okay, like, great. All my insecurities were just, like, amplified in that moment. The video ended up going viral, and so I ended up receiving death threats, more rape threats, and it garnered controversy. And I was like, I don't see what's so controversial about, like, me opening up about being raped and, like, my sexual traumas and, like, my insecurities as a young Black girl. I was like, I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. I was like, in the Black community, it's such a taboo to talk about, like, mental health or, like, colorism. And I was like, I'm fucking breaking down barriers, and I'm doing something I should be doing. So they were like, and mind you, this was black men who were saying these things to me. And it was some black women, but not as many. They were like, you're nothing but a stupid black bitch. You deserve to get raped. I'm glad you got raped. It's just teach you a lesson. You're a slut. You're a whore. You're fucking worthless. And I would wake up to messages like that every single day. Like at that point, the hate outweighed the love. Because like, I got so much love and support. But then it was like, I was getting messages every day, waking up all over my TikTok, all over my Instagram being like, you fucking stupid monkey bitch, you're hideous, I hope you get lynched, you deserve to get raped, you deserve nothing but life and suffering and pain, and I was like, fuck, like, I felt like a shitty human being, I was like, I'm getting fucking harassed, and every time I would talk about it, everybody would be like, oh, ignore it, oh, it's just people on the internet, oh, ignore it, and I'm like, I was fucking raped, like, and now I'm getting death threats, for talking out about it and people are like you stupid fucking cunt like you're stupid you should have reported it after it happened you know what i mean and everybody was just like you're so fucking dumb you're a disgrace and then people were like i hope you die and then i got comments being like you know what um i i hope to god that like you die when you give birth to a kid if you ever get pregnant because black women have this highest statistic rate of like dying during pregnancy and like giving birth because of like medical racism and how black women's pain is just disregarded and so i had to sit with myself and realize that it's not a reflection of me that these people are saying these things because it really fucked me up like it it really put me in a bad predicament and like when i came to school and i got sexually assaulted and then when i came to school and i had this like dispute with my friend group and they're like you know you need to get your shit together get your life together sammy like you're fucking up it really made me feel like a terrible human being. I would get crippling anxiety to the point where I was like, I don't want to fucking leave my apartment. I don't want to go to class. Because I felt fucking insecure and like everybody was against me. Like it fucking was detrimental for my mental health. And the only reason I think I survived it is because I had such a supportive and uplifting support system. I had my roommates who were like my best friends. I had Cece, I had Tiffany, I had like, At this point, me and my best friend, like, me and my best friend, Veronica, it was, like, from Stockton, it was, like, me and her were losing our relationship. Like, I felt like I was being replaced, and I was, like, fuck. So, it's, like, everything came up at once. Everything that I had tried to, like, after I got raped, I was just, like, fuck. You know what I mean? My first concern was, like, whatever. Forget about it, move on, get up, dust yourself off, you have work, and then you have school. Like, you don't have time to, like, sit and mourn. You know what I mean? My first concern was, like, be productive. Don't let this bother you. Like, just get the fuck up. Just forget about it. You know what I mean? So I never coped with it, and I never said to myself, like, I never came to terms with it. I was like, it was just a weird sexual experience. When in reality, I was held down, and this person, like, kept going when I begged them to stop. I tried to push them off, like, several times. You know what I mean? And I was literally held down against my will. And I was like, what happened was rape. You know what I mean? And still to this day, I'll get comments on my TikTok of, of like men laughing at me and being like, you stupid black bitch. Like, weren't you raped by that white man? Like, oh, didn't things end well? Like, oh, didn't things end bad with that chab? Like, oh. And I have to like realize they want me to feel shamed. They don't want me to ever get security in my skin. And they want me to like resent myself and harbor this embarrassment. But you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not giving anybody that fucking benefit. I'm not leaving. You know what I mean? I'm not going to ever suppress my voice, tone myself down, and I'm just, like, sick of living for other people. You know what I mean? Because those three weeks where I wasn't recording the podcast, I had no energy. I had virtually no energy. Like, it was, like... And I felt so isolated and so alone. Like, And it was just, like, everything popped up. Like, the people, like in my living quarters who like dislike me, the people online who dislike me, people at school who think X, Y, and Z about me and who like think I'm a freak. And I was just like, nobody sees anything good in me. And I was suppressing everything good that had happened in my life. You know what I mean? I love my school. I love my environment. But when I was in a bad place mentally, it just, it was like the trajectory of like my mentality was just like, damaged you know what I mean I couldn't see anything for what it truly was and that's the thing like when I'm going through like depression or anxiety it like alters the lenses of how I can see my life I was thinking that everything was so catastrophic and I was like everybody hates me everybody thinks I'm a freak it's like you have a successful podcast you have a supportive group of friends you have people who love you and uplift you you have people who admire you People are constantly telling you how beautiful you are. Like, you have a good fucking life. And it made me honestly just want to live in the moment more. And it, it taught me to, like, not feel a fear of missing out. So you know how I have, like, beef with the fraternities. So I was, like, trying to, like, socialize and stuff and go out to more parties. And I'm like, fuck, I'm banned from this frat. Hooked up with somebody in the fraternities president's bedroom. And then at my school, let me just sum this up. Niggas and fraternities at my school act like it is a fucking club process. They sell bands, they charge girls $5, they charge men $10 or more, they make you get bands, they make you reach out, then at the parties, they check the bands and they scan the bands. Yes, this is to get into a college frat party. They charge you and then they scan the bands and they check, and if you don't have it, they check the Venmo receipts and the Cash App receipts. You have to pay. So it's ridiculous. And I'm like, obviously y'all niggas let certain people in for free. So I said like, why do y'all charge certain fucking people? And I said it and I added some guys in a fraternity and I was like, that's like deplorable as fuck. And they were like, you're giving us a bad name. I don't know who you think you are talking and disrespecting us, doing that to our organizations. I was like, it's not that serious. I was like, the few hundred people who fucking saw my story, I was like, it doesn't matter. I was like, niggas are still going to pay for your events. Like, it's a boring ass school in the middle of the woods. Like, the only reason my black ass is enjoying myself it's because of my fucking friend group. Like they really they saved me through so much. Like this school is very it's a unique school. It's never a dull moment. It's it's different. We're we're in the southern region of the state. We're uh, in South Jersey, we're in a very rural, isolated area and county. You know, the closest college is like an hour away. We live in like a town of a few thousand people. You know what I mean? Like I'll drive off campus and I'll see a Confederate flag and like Texas state flags. It's different. It'd be given different. You know, it's a a unique experience. My black ass, I'm loud. I'm outspoken. I'm outgoing. I'm a social person. So I'm like, frat parties are great for me. You know, this fraternity, ooh, I'm really tempted to say their name, but I'm really trying, I'm really working on myself, and I'm really not doing that. You know what I mean? I altered the names of everybody. You know what? We're just going to call this frat Jick Jack. Jick Jack. Beginning of the year, I hooked up with a guy in Jick Jack. Fast forward a few months later, which on the next episode, I'm going to have to tell you all that story. A guy in Jick Jack takes me on a date. The date does not end up going well. And let's just say this boy in this fraternity ended up racially harassing me and sexually harassing me. And then threatening to assault me. So I had to get a restraining order on him. So this is Jick Jack's fraternity. Hooked up with a guy in there. Then I had to file a restraining order on a guy in there. So they're the only people that are throwing. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, whatever. Me and my friends want to go out. I'm like, let's just let's just go. Like, he's probably kicked out of the fraternity anyways. So I DM some of them on Insta. And I'm like, can I buy bands from you? Long story short, it, you, you know, um, some drama occurs. Some drama occurs. They start talking. They're like, this bitch is weird. She's a fucking freak. We don't want her at the party. And then I was like, "Oh my god! Like, why can't I just be quiet? Like, why am I always getting myself into something?" So I did not end up going to jig Jack. And I'm checking people's stories, and I'm like, I'm not seeing anybody at Chick Jack. I check one story, and I see her at jig Jack. So like, it was a Friday night. I was supposed to be going out with my friends, but I like ended up just staying in bed, took a shower, cleaned my apartment, did my skincare routine, and even like be productive and do any homework. Like, I literally just laid in bed and so I didn't feel FOMO for like the first time for the first time I was like I actually like my life and I don't feel like I'm missing out you know what I mean like I was like there's other parties I don't have to go to frat parties I was like I have a friend group of a lot of people who are constantly throwing events and parties there's stuff to do at the school I was like if the frats don't want my black ass there and if I'm not welcome there I'm gonna make myself you know what I mean I'm gonna make myself have a good time regardless and like last night cause this was like the first Friday I literally just sat in my room alone I didn't feel bad like I enjoyed my own company and I'm like really feeling comfortable after all these situations like in my skin and it's like building the security I have you know what I mean I'm like people are gonna laugh people are gonna make fun of me for being raped people are going to call me a black bitch you know what I mean I've been called every fucking name in the book I've done a lot of stuff I've been called every single name in the book nigger slut cunt bitch everything you you can possibly think of by like a lot of people you know what i mean i've been told i'm every slur i've been called every name in the book you know what i mean only thing people really haven't said to me is that i'm ugly um that's kind of the only thing that people haven't said to me um then still they still be coming for my appearance you know what i mean so i was just like doubted in so many regards and i was like you know what fuck that shit my black ass is coming out and i'm back and i'm better than ever you know what I mean? Like, it just built the security in my skin, and it built my foundational relationships with the people in my life. You know what I mean? I'm the closest to my friends, and I'm, like, making new friends, and I'm, like, branching out after that, like, friend group drama. And, like, after me and Veronica, like, distance ourselves from each other. Like, we haven't really been speaking, so it's, like, forced me to do a lot of stuff alone. I've been, like, going to dinner alone. I've been, like, going to events alone. And I don't know. I just... I feel comfortable, and I feel really secure, and it makes me happy, because it's, like, this is what I had before I came to college, you know what I mean? I had this, like, close-knit relationship with myself, and that when I came to college, I, like, got really close with a bunch of people, and it was, like, I was never in my apartment, I was never home, I was always out, and I was always with somebody, you know what I mean? And then with the guy thing, I had like I was gonna hook up with this guy on Sunday night when we got back for Thanksgiving break. He ended up standing me up, right? And then I there was this other guy who I fucked before and I so I hit him up and he's like, Hey, like we're not talking anymore, like I'm done, like I I'm good, I'm not interested. So I was feeling like really down. And so I ended up hitting up this other guy and he's like, Hey, um, I'm really into you, but like it's so last minute, like I wanna hook up with you, but like I think we should hang out, like Then he started asking me all these invasive questions. He was like, do you have a sex tape? What's your body count? And I was like, Negro, you're fucking weird. I was like, this is why you can't get bored and lonely at night. Because I hit him up and now this Negro is feeling too comfortable. So I had to un-add him. And so I was like, absolutely not. No, thank you. But I've realized a lot of the things that people say to me aren't a reflection of me. A lot of people tend to project. Because I'm like, if you have to sit there and laugh at somebody after they got raped or after they got sexually assaulted and they felt insecure about having a dark skin and you feel like well i'm superior because i'm not as stupid as you you can't you know what i mean it's like that's not a reflection of me and my circumstances at the end of the day you know what i mean and when people are like oh she's too loud she's too outspoken or she has no filter a lot of the time like and it's people who have never fucking met me or i've interacted with that say the most about my black ass and i'm like i'm not relevant i'm like i have a few hundred followers on instagram have a podcast that has a small amount of viewers i'm like i have a tiktok with a few thousand followers i'm like i'm not like even a micro cosmic celebrity you know what i mean i'm not like even a micro influencer i'm just a girl in a university in south jersey and y'all still y'all still be running my name up i'm like run that back turbo i'm like why why am i coming up and you know what i mean but i feel like a lot of people are genuinely intimidated by me I'm a very beautiful woman. I'm tall, I'm confident. I like my, I have a beautiful essence. I'm a very captivating person with a vibrant energy. And I have something that a lot of people would like to obtain. You know what I mean? And I've realized a lot of what people are are saying about me, it's not a reflection of me and who I am. So it just makes my black ass like walk in my house 10 times more confident every day. Like I walk out and I'm like, this is my fucking runway. I'm like, y'all are going to see me. And niggas be like, "Oh, I don't understand why she's dressed like she's going to the beach. I worked hard for this body. Well, I didn't work hard for it. It was genetics. So I can't, I, I can't, you know what I mean? I just, I'm 5'9", I'm, I'm slender. I'm 5'9 and a half, like 5'10". I have a great body. And the clothes I buy, they flatter my figure. I have a phenomenal tits. I have phenomenal tits. So they're going to be shown. I don't care if it's below freezing. I don't care what the weather says. Y'all are going to see these outfits y'all are going to see me walk down this university like it's a runway. And we're in the middle of the woods, so I know it's like when I do or say something, they're just like, oh my god! Like, oh my god! Like, And it really don't even be anything significant. But you know what, though? This whole three weeks, and being in a tumultuous predicament, and like going through that with my mental health, it just really made me more secure in my skin. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, Fuck it. I'm like, at this point, I'm living my life for me. And my... Jacob and me, we were having, like, a little, um... Distribute. Like, a little, uh... What is the fucking word? It starts with a D. Not distribute. I'm using the word in the wrong context. But, um, a little... A little tussle. He's like, Sammy, I value my relationship with you, but you need to change. You need to stop dressing this way. You need to stop acting like that. Like, if I wasn't your brother... Because me and him are, like building our relationship back up after something really bad happened. He's like, I wouldn't want to date a woman like you. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. i be doing some questionable stuff. I'm an ain't shit nigga. Maybe I, should, maybe, maybe I shouldn't fuck the way I do. Maybe I should change some stuff. But the niggas here, they don't be boyfriend material. They're not the type of niggas that you would want to scout out. So honestly, and I'm not putting my life on hold for a nigga. Not for no Negro. I'ma still dress the way I do. I'ma still speak the way I do. And it doesn't deter the quality of men that come and approach me. I mean, of course I get vulgar men coming like, oh, I want to fuck you. And of course I get men that are like, you're extremely beautiful. I want to take you out on a date. And I see the way that girls present themselves in a quote-unquote respectable manner. And I'm like, you still get approached by men the same way that I do. We still get offered the same amount of dates. We still get ghosted the same way. Me talking loud, me dressing a certain way isn't going to deter the quality of men. Like, let me tell y'all something. They know exactly what they're doing, men. And if you think that you dressing a certain way, or if you being a hoe is going to stop you from getting a man, you probably don't want that man anyway, because he's probably harboring some misogynistic ideologies. If he only values you and respects you because you dress modestly, or you don't sleep around, you probably wouldn't want to be with somebody like that. Um, a lot of the men that, well, I've dated two guys. I've hooked up with a lot of guys here, but I've dated two. Um, they were like aware of the fact that I'm a sexual being and that I, I have sexual needs and that I go and get them met. And they're like, I think that's fucking admirable. They're comfortable with the way that I dress. You know what I mean? They didn't see that as like a, oh, why is she such a slut? You know what I mean? They still valued me. They still valued the relationship with me. They still wanted to bring pleasure to my body. And they, they didn't see it as something that was like, oh, I need to change her, you know what I mean? They still let me meet their mother. They still told me about their mothers. They still talked to their families about me. You know what I mean? And I had a great experience with those two guys. Um, I mean, obviously it didn't end up well, but they were respectful and that was like the bottom line. They were respectful and they liked me for me and they valued me. And I just want you to know, you don't have to change yourself to get a man. All right, you guys. I loved talking to you guys as per usual. And I'm probably going to be coming back with like weekly episodes. I'm definitely going to like be more adamant and like, you know, I'm going to try not to take as many breaks. But when my mental health needs it, I have to leave. You know what I mean? That's what comes first. But I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and share. Share this with your friends. Share this with your friends, guys. Bye.